Hi, this is David. Eating right is often hard these days, but eating better is easy with Factor's ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. With Factor, there's no prep and no mess. Their meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Plus, Factor is less expensive than takeout, and you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. What are you waiting for? Discover Factor's wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash living50 and use code living50 to get 50% off. That's code living50 at factormeals.com slash living50 to get 50% off. Thank you. Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. A special thank you to our newest patrons, Gene Hale and Gregory Newson. By becoming a patron, Gene and Gregory now get a private feed to the entire archive of our podcast, with ad-free episodes and full transcripts, delivered right to their smartphone. Learn how you can become our patron for as little as $3 a month by visiting livinghour.org slash patron. Thank you. Today's reading was edited and adapted from How the Mind Works by Christian D. Larson, published in 1912. Every thought is patterned after the mental image that predominates at the time the thought is created. This is a great metaphysical law and its importance is found in the fact that thoughts are things, that every thought produces an effect on mind and body, and that the effect is always similar to the cause. According to these facts, we therefore can produce any effect desired upon the mind or body by producing the necessary thought or mental state. When we have learned to control our thinking, we can control practically everything else in life, because it is thinking that constitutes the one great cause in the life of the individual. To control thinking, however, we must understand the process of thought creation. To think is to create thought, and to control thinking is to create any thought we like at any time and under any circumstance. When we analyze the process of thinking, we find three factors involved. That is the pattern, the mental substance, and the creative energy. The pattern is always the deepest impression, the clearest image, or the predominating idea. When an idea or image is impressed upon the mind, the mental energies will create a thought just like that image. 
and will continue while that image occupies a permanent position in consciousness. When the mind is very active, a great deal of thought is created every second, though the amount varies with the activity of the mind. Mind is an art gallery of many pictures, but only the most prominent are selected for models in thought creation. Only those pictures that are sufficiently distinct to be seen by consciousness, without special effort, are brought before the creative energies as patterns. We thus find that the art of controlling one's thinking, and the power to determine what kind of thought is to be created, is acquired largely through the training of the mind, so as to impress deeply only such mental pictures as are desired as models for thinking. The law is very simple, because as the picture in the mind happens to be at this moment, so also will be the thoughts created at this moment, and the mental pictures are in each case the ideas and impressions that we permit in the mind. It is therefore possible through this law to determine what kind of thoughts you are to create by impressing your mind with your own ideas, regardless of what environment may suggest to you through your senses. And it is by exercising this power that you place the destiny of body, mind and soul absolutely in your own hands. As we proceed with this process, we find another vital law that may be stated as follows. What we constantly picture upon the mind, we shall eventually realize in actual life. This law may be spoken of as a twin sister to the one stated earlier as they are found to work together in almost every process of thought creation and thought expression. The one declares that all thought is patterned after the predominating mental pictures, while the other declares that a person's entire external life is being daily created in the likeness of those mental pictures. The fact is, as your mental tendencies are, so are your thoughts as your thoughts are, so is your character, and it is the combined action of character, ability, and purpose that determines what you are to attain or accomplish, or what is to happen to you. Through the law of attraction, we naturally meet in the external world what corresponds to our own internal world, that is, to what we are in ourselves self constitutes the magnet, and like attracts like. This inner self that constitutes the magnet is composed of all the active forces, desires, tendencies, motives, states, and thoughts that are to work in your mind or personality. When you look at everything that is alive throughout your whole being and put all those things together, you have what may be termed your present active self, and this self invariably attracts in the external world such conditions as correspond to its own nature. This self and all its parts within you correspond to the thoughts that you have been creating in your mind. 
In fact, the nature of the self is actually composed of your thoughts, mental states, and mental activities. Therefore, when you change your thoughts, the nature of your inner self will change, and this change will be good or otherwise, depending upon your changes of thought. When a certain picture is formed in your mind, a thought will be created in the likeness of that picture. This thought goes out and permeates the entire self and changes the self to a degree, but as a rule it takes some time to change the entire self. Therefore you must continue to hold the desired picture in mind until the whole self has been entirely made over has become just like the ideal picture. You can easily discern when the self has been wholly changed, because as soon as the self is changed, everything in your life changes. Then a new self will attract new people, new conditions, new environments, new opportunities, and new states of being. When the self has been changed to such an extent that the new becomes positive and the old negative, you will begin to attract new things. You may begin to attract new and better things for some time before the entire self has been completely changed. When you are changing only a part of the self, that part will begin to attract the new, while those parts of the self that have not been changed will continue to attract the old as usual. This explains why some people continue to attract trouble and adversity for a while after they have begun to live a larger and a better life. In general, the average person who wishes to change their life for the better does not hold on to their ideals long enough. That is, they do not give them a fair chance to work themselves out and bring the expected results. When they do not receive results as soon as they expect, they change their plans and produce new pictures upon the mind. Thus they begin all over again, losing what they had built up through previous plans. When our ideals are the highest, we know we do not have to change them. They cannot be improved upon until we have so entirely recreated ourselves that we can live in a superior state of consciousness. It is therefore highly important to determine positively upon the ideals that you wish to realize and to hold on to those ideals until they are realized, regardless of what may happen in the meantime. To be realized a mental picture must be constant, but such pictures can only be constant if they are sufficiently elaborate to involve a complete transformation in yourself and are so high that they can act as an inspiration until all your present ideals are realized. When you form such pictures in your mind and continue to hold on to them until they are externally realized, you shall certainly obtain the desired realization. At such times you can proceed with the perfect faith that what you have pictured will become true in actual life in the days to come, 
and those days will not be far away. But to use this law, the mind must never waver. It must hitch its wagon to a star and never cut the reins. Through this process of scientific mind picturing, you can create or eliminate any kind of desire. You can produce or remove any tendency that you like. All that is necessary is to impress upon your mind the perfect picture of a desire or tendency that you wish. And then continue to hold that picture in mind until you have the results. A mental picture, however, is not necessarily something that you can see in the same way as you see external tangible things. It can be an impression idea or concept which is seen only by the understanding. In order to hold a mental picture constantly in mind, keep all the essentials of that picture before your attention. That is, try to be conscious of the real nature of those powers and possibilities that are represented by the picture. In other words, enter into the very nature of those qualities which that picture represents. Your mind is large. It is therefore possible to form mental pictures of as many ideals as you like. But at first it is best to choose only a few. Begin by picturing a perfect body, an able mind, a strong character, and a beautiful soul. After that, an ideal interior life and an ideal external environment. Thus you have the foundation of a great life, a rich life, and a wonderful life. The Inspirational Living Podcast is a production of The Living Hour. Get the best of our podcast in heirloom hardcover or digital ebook by visiting inspirationallifelessons.com. Thanks for listening. I look forward to talking with you next time. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.